0: Crazy. Hey, good bitches, and hey, welcome hey, hey. to the eighth episode of How To Be A Good Bitch. I'm Jules Arangi, who And
1: I'm Jodie Clark.
0: Today we're getting into all things toxic dick and ask the ever-millennial question, why is sex so spicy with the wrong guy? Mm. We've also brought back our new little segment, When Good Bitches Go Bad, followed by our weekly listener question and another naughty confession. But first, Jodie Clark... How are you? How was your weekend?
1: I had a great weekend. It was the right balance of fun and relaxing. Perfect. I had some really nice little catch ups with a couple of close girlfriends of mine. Mm-hmm. Beautiful dinner on Saturday night. One of my besties, and then a great breakfast catch up with again another one of my besties this morning. I also had a little a little date. What this, this afternoon that I failed to tell you about?
0: Where? Wait, where? Where did this date come from?
1: Um. So it was some. Funnily enough, it was a it was a guy that I'd connected with on Bumble. <gasps> well, I was still on Bumble. I eat
0: my words, listeners. I <laughs> eat my words.
1: So, but I will say that I connected, but I wasn't replying to his messages because remember, like I was off it. We mm-hmm. were off it, right? Mm-hmm. And I just got off it because I just uh, I was off it. Mm-hmm. And but he was on my Insta, and he was messaging me. And long story short, he kept you know trying to tee up. A date or whatever Mm -hmm. And eventually it became, you know, suitable the Sunday So we just ended up connecting for a burger It was super chill And it was interesting Because I almost was a bit hesitant to go Okay, why? Because I felt like I felt like, because we ended up FaceTiming prior, like the day prior. What the fuck? Sorry, does anyone
0: else think Jodie Clark is a psychopath? First of all, she FaceTimes guys. Then she goes on sober dates to get burgers. It is so different to my blackout drunk getting a lap dance and vomiting everywhere. I know, I love it. Jodie Clark, you were teaching me. I'm sorry, I keep saying your, word, your full name. Though. I don't know why. I'm just feeling Is that it take today. back for the times it,
1: I call you Julia? Julia, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um... No, you're just so classy, and I'm loving this leveled-up version of you.
1: Yes. Well, look, I've I've learned from my mistakes, haven't mm-hmm, I, Jules? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, and was this king consistent in his communication? Because that was one thing that bothered us when they just ghost us at four pm. He that day. was.
1: He definitely was, but he also seemed a little bit. I was feeling a bit triggered because he was coming off a little bit too cool mm-hmm. as well. So I was like, well, I'm actually in a place now where I want guys who are. All about me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? If you're not all about me and really excited to connect and catch up and yada yada, I'm like, we'll well, bye. Mm -hmm. I'll move on to someone Mm -hmm. who is. Mm Um, so was this a sexy
0: FaceTime or was it dead ass sober just to literally organize the details? Or why were we FaceTime? It was dead ass sober.
1: It was before I went and had um, dinner with a, my, you know, a girlfriend of mine on Saturday night. And I feel like he he wanted to FaceTime just to make sure that I wasn't trying to catfish him because he'd only seen my Insta. And even though he won't admit it, I feel like he just wanted to confirm yeah. that I looked the same or. I don't know. But yeah, I know
0: you looked fire because you were about to go out for dinner. And were you like, oh, I'm just trotting out the door. I'm oh, such I a just, I,
1: I just woke up. I yeah. just, you know, slipped mm-hmm. on a little something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I wasn't doled up at all. I literally just had on like a vintage shirt and, and my tights or whatever because I was just going to my mate's house.
0: Yeah. And was that awkward? Like that? I hate answering I those f- calls.
1: I actually found it kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, I got kind of like shy for me mm-hmm. anyway. I felt mm-hmm. like I was being a bit shy and awkward. But – Look, I'm happy to come to the party and do a little FaceTime. I actually never use FaceTime, Mm, just mm. more of a get-to-the-point kind of gal. But Mm. anyway, he wanted to FaceTime before we met, so we did the little FaceTime, and that was cute or whatever. Um, He introduced me to his cats that he lives with. He's got got a cat –
0: I love this guy already. Now really? I'm done See, yeah.
1: I'm not a cat person, oh, but I'm coming around. I'm coming around. Cats are
0: better than dogs. Don't even fucking at me. Oh, don't listeners don't even oh, at me. Cats are way better than dogs. I, I grew up with Rottweilers. I'm a dog oh, person. Oh, you're a full dog person, fucking I'm hell. I'm a full dog person. Um, okay, so are we DTF? Are we friend zoning?
1: I think there could be potential. He's he's actually really cool. I think we're aligned. He's we've both got strong energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, who, who knows? I've Do been, you find
0: him attractive?
1: Yeah, he's really cute. Great,
0: so okay. I'm I'm like used to slandering them. I'm like, uh, uh,
1: okay. Didn't really, yeah. He didn't really do anything wrong. It was pretty. It was. It was a vibe. So look, let's let's report back. We'll park it. We'll park park it Mm -hmm. because we've been wrong before, haven't we, Jules? Mm -hmm. So let's not. Let's let's just see how we go with this one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was on the
0: opposite end of the spectrum. So last night, um, for complete research purposes only, for scientific reasons, Mm. I watched coronavirus porn. Um, Your commitment to the podcast. Honestly, I watched it, and it was it was very hard for me to find a video. It was wild racist, so I actually couldn't even find a video. And then I was just off. Like I, I was, Ooh. I went back to they just were fucking with masks on, but like not even in a, in a nice way. If people go back to the old episode, they can they know what I like to look up, and it just yes. wasn't my vibe. Um, but no, obviously there was hype around it last week. So I just did a little research for the listeners. Do not mm. recommend at all. Um, I went, went back to usual programming. Let's just call it that. I had usual a great sleep. sleep. I had a great sleep. <laughs> let's just say that, <laughs> Um, But today we are recording on International Women's Day. Yay! This could actually bring a tear to my eyes. I love, love, love this day. So we are day. recording on Sunday the 8th of March. Enjoy tonight we're thinking about how, what, what can we speak on this? Because it is such a, you know, we are two females trying to run our own podcast. So International yes. Women's Day for us is huge. So we're yep. thinking of maybe the best advice we've ever received from um powerful, yeah. you know, strong females in our life. So, Jodes, I'll let you go first.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, this was a bit of a laugh from my mum. I reached out to her and said, mum, what would you say is the best advice you've ever given me? And this is verbatim what my mum texted back. Take your pick. Wash your hands with warm water and soap after going to the toilet. A good education is the basis of future success. Never touch drugs.
0: She sounds like a politician just covers every base but, like, very lightly.
1: No, but the washing your hands part. Yeah.
0: Yeah, look, like, it's nothing groundbreaking. But hey, if we did take into consideration every one of those things, you'd be a great human.
1: I've actually ticked all these boxes, apart from maybe the the drug part. Do you know it was actually funny on that note mm. when I was I was playing for mum one of our older OG episodes over Christmas, and it was the one about Pete's big dick. Great, yeah. Back in the day, she was day. she was dying about how you were saying how you were describing it. Mm. And there was one part where I was talking about pill popping mm-hmm. and she got mad triggered and she was like, Jodie, what, what was that? You mean to say you you were doing drugs? And I was like, no, mum, we were talking about probiotics. <laughs> and I just fully talked my way out and of it. And she was
0: still fuming at you at, at your age now, at the grown-ass oh, you are now. Oh, my God, wow. yes. Just
1: just the, the biggest um, lecture of mm, all time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just – anyway – Shout wow. out to Miss, Yeah, number Clark, one hot love, tip for you, GB it. tip of the week, to wash your hands with warm water and soap. Very relevant. Very relevant. That tip really does stand the test of time.
0: <laughs> um, well, my – I think that I was thinking and I'm trying to think of all these like, you know, cool quirks and like mm. cool lyrics that everyone, everyone, you know, is like, oh, um, God, I can't even think of who's an – out. Esther Perel or someone, you know, really with it. And I was like, like fuck it. Maya it's Angelou. This, like, 16-year-old, I'm sure she was 16, on yeah. Tumblr, this was the best advice I ever received. Yeah. She's this journalist. She was, I mean, I'm assuming she probably just had a fucking blog thinking about it now. And she wrote this story and basically um, the whole theme is you always regret the things that you don't do. Mm. Like your what-ifs are harder to swallow than regret. So I true. would much rather just fucking regret something than always wonder what if, what if, what if. Absolutely. Um, so she wrote this little story, and I always posted it on the back of my um, bedroom door in Perth. And it's ultimately what really pushed me to move because I was like, you know what? I just have to. I just have to try. You know, the things I don't do will be the things that I regret. So that's that was probably my biggest piece of advice that really had an impact on my life. Um, followed by my mother being a full gasser, full YOLO bitch, down for everything, Mm -hmm. also being completely woo-woo. So (laughs) my friends who know my mum, she is completely like Byron Bay hippie mum. So she'd always say, put this white light around you. So whenever you feel unsafe, you put a white light around you, like a white shield. She'd always say, you know, when you're trotting around with your cruisers and, you know, walking down these alleyways, put the white light around (laughs) you. So I think now (laughs) I just use it more so as an energy energy barrier Mm -hmm. also, then ghosts and stuff, but yeah, that's something that definitely stayed with me. She's so
1: beautiful. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to you,
0: <laughs> Jodes. What about your workplace? Did they celebrate it? What was their, yeah? We did have angle?
1: a really cool little um International Women's Day event where we actually sat down. And I don't know if you've seen um Reese Witherspoon's little uh show on Netflix, Jules. Oh.
0: Shine On. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Shine On with Reese. It's actually pretty cool. Um, essentially she started this media company called Hello Sunshine, which is all around female storytelling. Amazing. And she's got this uh, Netflix show which is all about shining a light on inspiring women with amazing stories such as Dolly Parton and Pink mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. mostly people in the entertainment mm-hmm. um, industry. But it was pretty cool and we all sat down um, and we watched – you know, extra episodes from her show, mm-hmm. and there was popcorn and there was ice cream. And, and- was
0: everyone invited, or was it just a female? Thing? Everyone, everyone was invited.
1: invited. There was um, men and women there. We had our CEO speaking about you know equality and the steps that our company was taking to you know um, rectify that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, to be well, honest. I've
0: been going off all the Mardi Gras stuff. Your mm. work sounds very um, progressive, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, look, I haven't had. I haven't heard of very uh, many good examples. I am just mm-hmm. trying to word this correctly before yes. we get sued.
1: Yeah, um, take your time. There is
0: a very well known, uh, famous uh, Australian, famous uh, how would you say, Jody P- publisher, publisher, media, media publisher. I have very good sources who tell me that their International Women's Day on Friday, they um, set up a makeup store a teeth whitening stall and a blow bar like a hairdryer bar for international women's day and we know um, I'm looking at you because you know exactly who I'm talking about I wish we had about. a camera on my
1: face right now because I'm pulling a stank face so
0: and I was actually so proud of um people I know took a stand and they were like, what the fuck, guys, and like walked out and left work that day because they refused to be a part of it. How ignorant. It's basically weighing in on the fact that, once again, we're nothing but our looks, which yeah. we've come so hard to try and get away from all these years. And then my other girlfriend's company, um, they were, had this big meeting and they were like, men, can all the men stand up? Everyone give these guys a clap for being here and supporting us. I was like, "Oh what?
1: my god! What? Have they missed the the, the basis complete, of the oh fucking
0: day? Oh my god!" So I just, yes, it's a great. I, I am uh, excited that all these companies are doing things. Like Jodie's company sounds yeah. amazing, but guys, we've still got such a long way to go. Mm. Like, please don't think that like just because we get one piddly day where it sounds like we're basically making it about the men in half of these situations. Yeah, we've got we've it's got, a hot we, mess. We've got to roll up our sleeves. Do better. Do a better, long please. Way to go. But look, we better go to break. Yes, um, and then afterwards we've got our main. Segment uh, Good Stroke Shit Bloke. So stay Ooh, around.
1: I'm hyped for this one. So, guys, make sure in this break you do jump on and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever we're, we're everywhere now at How to Be a Good Bitch. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at be Podcast. We'll be right back after this.
0: All right, guys, you are back at Good B podcast and we are about to discuss one of the spiciest segments we've ever had. Yes. On our main topic today, it's good stroke shit bloke. Now I I am sure there are, all of our listeners are rolling their eyes right now being like, oh God, I remember Jason and fucking (sighs) Donnie.
1: Yeah.
0: So Jotes, please (laughs) take it away with, have you ever encountered someone who was a shit bloke but fuck he had good D on him?
1: Oh yes, I have. So, so hard. Um, oh, I'm getting excited just to <laughs> which is bad. But um, no, Jules, the spiciest sex I've ever had was definitely with someone who was a terrible association. And I knew this person wasn't shit mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he would just basically fuck with my head. And it was very much that, you know, elusive push and pull behavior, mm-hmm. the games that kept me hooked. Mm-hmm. Um You know, a a lot of people think that, you know, when we talk about women and they think that, you know, when we talk about even, I don't want to get into domestic Mm. violence, but I feel like covert abuse, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that real insidious passive aggressive abuse Mm -hmm. is so much more damaging. I don't even want to say much more damaging, but. I mean, it is really damaging, right? Yeah. So that was there was definitely a lot of that going on, a lot of game playing, a lot of gaslighting. But and, through all
0: this, the sex was amazing.
1: Oh, exactly. And it, I think, you know, I, I could not stay away. And yeah. when I think back to the stuff that I did, I mean, this guy had me, I remember being on the street calling him while he was at work and I was at work being like, I need you to come over and fuck me right now. Oh,
0: I love this. we you're like, oh, my God, I'm so tired and I'm so wet and I'm in my, like, <laughs> work stockings.
1: No, but I'm like And literally... my name badge
0: is falling off. I need you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take me now, <laughs> daddy. Oh. oh, my God, I love that. And did it happen? Yes, And I would go home and he would come over and we would, you know. Lift the skirt up. Dip it and do it. But when I think back to that, I was like, damn, bitch, you was wild. I love that you were hopping on the good
0: leg doing the bad thing. I (laughs) was.
1: And I'm just like, damn. Like I just couldn't imagine doing it now in this current headspace. But old Joe's like two years ago was doing some nasty shit. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. obviously uh, there was – stuff going on inside of me because I really want to and I was me and Jules were talking about this. I really want us females, us women, us ladies, us good bitches to start taking ownership for how we allow others to treat us because I could have pulled the plug on that mm. at any time Jules. Mm-hmm. Um but that D was spicy. Mm-hmm. But look what I want to get into you because mm-hmm. you have an equally spicy story that I I need the listeners to get a grasp on immediately.
0: (laughs) Yes. So I think it all started because I couldn't believe that this guy was choosing me. I'm using Mm. air quotes. uh, Like, and that sounds so fucked up and I actually hate saying that out loud because I am an independent woman, whatever. Mm. But he was chiseled from the gods Mm. Hung like a horse. Hello. Treated me like shit. Those three things seem to go yeah. hand in hand. I relate to all of those uh, things. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it, it was just the whole exactly like you, judge I'll be at work and he'd be like, What are you doing right now? Um, I want your fat fat ass. I can't
1: even say it, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I want you farts.
0: I, I want your farts on <laughs> and on my ass. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. You know why I said that. I it's was because. He always used to, and I am down for this. I'm, I'm down. I'm a DTF bitch, but it always <laughs> love ass play. Oh like, God. and this is like a guy who. Uh, to the public Is very I'm the bloke bloke And I'm yeah. a strong man And I'm a this And I'm a that <laughs> And he would love His ass play um, Could only come If I was eating his ass Um, Loved me to Degrade him Loved it Loved it Like loved me calling him A little bitch and stuff Which <laughs> if you guys
1: Knew this guy You would be shook So just to but- confirm This is an Australian celebrity <laughs>
0: Someone that people would know. Yes. Okay. Fucking hell. Oh, we're gonna get sued. But whatever. No, Um, I
1: won't. (laughs) How many Australians? I could not be more vague. Okay, that's
0: the only clue we're giving away. But yes. Yeah. um, And the reason why he was a shit bloke. Oh, he would just you know treat me so shit. But Mm. it it was the whole come over what you doing? Like Mm. you know how how they can't seem to speak English properly. I'm not too sure. What's Um, with those
1: messages? Hey. Yeah.
0: And it's but the same. With what you've just said, Jodes, mm. I was the one that created this whole other situation in my head. Yes, he. We always knew what it was going to be. I, I just got out of was. a relationship. Yeah, I didn't actually want that, but me too. I wanted him to want me. Yes, but, but hey, like, so it was actually my fault because I had made this huge like. Oh, and then like maybe when we, you know, maybe this time when our eat his ass, he'll look at me and be like, <laughs> "This is the girl I'm going to marry." <laughs> <laughs> um so no, maybe if I look it just in the right oh. but but it is it's that forbidden nature and mm. it actually took and I remember every time I'd walk he, he lived two streets away which did not help with my you know with me being my weak and my loose arm mm. but like, yeah. like, come over about I'm on my OMW I'm 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 um, um so it got to the point where I would actually walk home from his house because he lived two streets away, mm-hmm. almost in tears because I couldn't believe that I had done it again. Yeah. Because I was like, this time will be the last time. Mm. And I'd actually say that to him. I'd be like, Well, I hope you had fun because that was the last time. Yeah. And every time I'd always catch myself in between his sheets. And every time I was walking home and I had tears in my eyes. I went home to my housemate one day just sobbing. And it wasn't his like It actually was my own fault. I was sobbing Mm. because I didn't have that willpower to Mm. stay away. And I went home to my housemate like (laughs) doing those ones and she just said, that is enough. Enough. That is enough. Yeah. Like this isn't fun anymore. You're not having fun. I actually stopped liking the sex because it kind of got it routine in like I knew it would. Um, So, no, definitely.
1: But it always starts out fun, doesn't it? So fun. It always starts out fun until it's not fun anymore. Mm, mm -hmm. So
0: why is the actual penis itself so good? Like why are we attracted to this?
1: This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. Firstly, I don't think these men, often narcissists, they don't give a fuck about us, right? So they get very disrespectful in the bedroom, which, look, it can be a turn on for us women. We love to see it. I'm talking hair pulling choking, oh, spanking. The throwing
0: against furniture, the ripping the clothes off that like you can't wait because you have to go back to work.
1: I mean, it's fucking mm, spicy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're very confident mm-hmm. in, you know, be- behaving this way with us in the bedroom because they don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. right? Whereas men that are in love with us mm-hmm. or care for us as individuals might feel some type of way mm. about Pulling these moves in the bedroom, mm. or pulling our hair, or they
0: don't want to slap us, or yeah,
1: men that have been in love with me, I've had to ask them yep. to do these things same, to me because same. they see me as this little flower or It's yep. Like I don't want to hurt you, or I don't want to do them. Like fucking pull my hair, yeah, literally. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jules?
0: Yeah, exactly the same. I think um, it's it's the sex itself. It's yeah, they're throwing us around. They're um, you know they're saying everything we want to hear that mm. you know that. being degraded in bed. I mean I know that sometimes that's my preference where I'm like I just need you to take charge Mm. and often it's the toxic men that Mm. it comes so naturally to them because they've had Natalia the night before, they'll have Susan tomorrow night. Mm. I I I went over to that guy's house one time, a pair of um, a full – diamante choker on the bed and the sheets still crumpled so i just picked it up and said redecorating are we yeah i
1: (laughs) I remember going around and seeing stained sheets as well and it's but we still do it it's fun and it's it's routine for them they don't give a shit and you know a lot of these men are are repressed emotionally this Mm. is how they express themselves is through sex Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. i also think it's that naughty factor yes of you know your girlfriends are gonna fucking kill you. Yes. It's come brunch time, come mm. story time, they're gonna fucking kill you. Fucking lecture. You are, I know that some. Uh, you know, I am racing from home to you know moisturise my vagina and moisturise all you know all of my body, and then quickly running to his house. It's like a, um, it's doing the dash, you know, yes. and it's then it's walking home at night time. It's it's naughty. Yeah, it is very naughty. It's the
1: naughty factor, and we still want it because we know we shouldn't be entertaining them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, but. Look, Jodes and I. Once again, we do acknowledge that we always <laughs> slide into these. Actually, this this segment we've been quite good. We've we taking ownership. Didn't take
1: it. I, I'm all, I'm all about the ownership. Mm, mm-hmm. But we did want to introduce
0: this little segment because, mm. um, you know, just for the lulls of you know, we are one of you listeners. Yes. So when good bitches go bad, Jodes, have you ever been the toxic D?
1: Yes, I feel like I was saying to Jules, I feel like I've encountered some real toxic D in Sydney because I knew I did some real fuck shit Mm. back in New Zealand Mm -hmm. to other guys and definitely, um, you know, just leading people on. I remember a a good friend of mine and we're still friends, but when I think back, I definitely, I was very naive around his feelings for me. I remember quite distinctly a conversation we had in my room. We just like hooked up, quite PG-15 stuff. And I remember him saying, I'm never gonna be good enough for you, am I?
0: And him was he crying?
1: He was he wasn't crying, he was just upset, he was frustrated. I
0: think in order to ask that I don't I've never asked anyone that question, but in order to ask that question, you were at a low. Yeah to say I'm never And I be didn't enough realise
1: I was taking him there. For me, it was just obviously a bit of a laugh. Mm. And, you know, he I remember we did this like weekend away, right? Mm-hmm. At his family's. His family had like a place um, like on a lake, I don't want to. I don't want to say too much in case he's listening because I actually care about this person. But I remember staying at his um, parents' place for the weekend, and he was so amazing to me all weekend. We didn't sleep together or anything, but at that time I still thought I was there as a friend. But and that's how naive I was. And when I look back, I'm like, Jodes, he was trying to actually
0: invite you, like.
1: He was trying to make it a yeah, thing. introduce you to mum. He was serious, mm. and I just took the piss. Mm-hmm. So it's things like that that I definitely feel a little bit shitty about. Mm. Um, a lot of it was coming from naivety, but I mean, we can always do better. Mm, for even sure. even good bitches go bad.
0: <laughs> well, I kind of have the same uh, same tale. When I first mm. moved to Sydney, um, there was a certain guy who, oh, fuck, there was a certain guy. Who would do anything for me, and I—I I mean anything. Like I would cough, and he would already be at my front doorstep with tissues. You know,
1: you and would then, fart, and he would container the fumes out of your asshole,
0: yeah, and just yes, yeah, sniff it at work Snip- the next day.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> but I was seeing, and then I
0: thought maybe I could try and work it with him. But then I had this other guy who I was just having sex with, and really? I was—I oh, would often see them within like the same hour. So I would have sex with this guy. He would leave. I'd still have cum all over my back and I'd answer the door to a new guy who would bring me takeaway. Wow. So I was just using one guy literally for sex and one guy for everything like a boyfriend would do but wouldn't give him sex. And that is really like I was the toxic person in that whole situation. And I'm definitely yeah. not proud of it and I'm glad that it um, all kind of worked out, I guess. But, yeah, nothing proud of it. So definitely. jokes, what's going to be our tip of the week?
1: To to make sure that you can remain a good bitch and Mm. not go bad. Mm. (laughs)
0: Look, I would say (laughs) if when you know it's toxic D, you know fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, like.
1: Put, once you know on you.
0: once you know that it's toxic D, like for well, most of these guys they know the arrangement yep. but it's us that we make these crazy stories in our head or maybe this time maybe this time no it, it's often so clear it's just we have to you know look at it from a bird's eye point of view that's why a lot of my girlfriends come to me and they're like but he I think he means this I'm like no babe he's no. never promised you that he's never promised dinner is never promised. The only time he hits you up at 2 a.m. So if you go there, don't expect brunch in the morning as well, yeah. you know? So just see for it for what it, for for
1: what what it is. is. And if you want to, my advice would be, and this is where I've played myself previously, let's say you do want to change the dynamic of the relationship. Here are your options. You say to the person, I like you. I would like this to go beyond purely just a sexual relationship. Is that something you're interested in? Mm. Let me know. Mm-hmm. If you ask the question, you will get your answer. Mm. You will know from that point if that man wants anything more with you. If you don't if you don't see a change in his behaviour, you've got your answer. Mm. On that note, we're going to go to break. So make sure you've rated us five stars on Apple Podcasts. That's a little purple app on your phone, guys. Jump in there, scroll down, hit five stars, leave us a review. And also make sure you're following our Instagram mm. at Podcast. We'd love to get our following up. Um, And we'd also love to hear from you, wouldn't we, Jules? Please, please. Slide in the DMs and we'll be right back after this.
0: All right, guys, we are back and we're with our listener question. But first, I just had to admit (laughs) something that I've said in our break And Jody's making me say on air because I, you know, we might have listeners out there that will resonate. Yes. Now, after talking about all of that, I miss Good D. Uh,
1: I want to be degraded too. I miss it.
0: I'm not now. I'm trying to do this higher vibration (laughs) bullshit, guys, and I'm fucking. I miss Good D, and I miss getting those texts during work, and I miss. Telling someone how wet I am. Now I'm just fucking trying to wank to coronavirus. It's so so sad. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting on with the show. Listener question. Listener says.
1: Listener question. Let's help a person. I've been sleeping
0: with a guy for two months now and he always, without fail, comes to my house Mm -hmm. and never once has invited me to his. Mm -hmm. Is this weird? Should I confront him about it?
1: Mm. How very
0: interesting. See, so I'm the I'm the opposite. I have never, oh, since I've moved into my house now, which has been for two years, I've never slept at another guy's house. They always come to my house.
1: I do like it because it means that you're in your own space essentially, mm-hmm. but then what do you do the next morning? Do you whip out the up and go and just give it a little nudge and hopefully they take the hint or how do you get them out of the house? That's the next problem. Oh, see,
0: I always act way too clingy and then they're like, oh, good, i got to go. I'm like, Uber Eats, babe, like I've got movies set up, blah, blah, blah. But what about for this listener? Because it's, mm. the, it's the opposite way. This to me sounds fishy only if I reckon if he's got a certain routine. Mm. If you can come over on a Sunday night at nine PM, always. Sorry, no, he's he's going to her house. He's hey? going to her house. Sorry, he I've,
1: never invites her to his.
0: He never invites her for two to months. His.
1: Oh, I would just ask it. Most guys, like
0: I think in Sydney, especially rooms are so fucking small. Sometimes they're just embarrassed with who they live with. People yeah. out here being crazy. They could be embarrassed about the room size. I know I live in a matchbox. Yeah. Um. I actually think there could just be could be like I just don't like the area I live in.
1: Yeah, am I, being, am
0: I being too nice about this? Is, is no, he... I would
1: definitely ask. Mm. What, what's the sh- what's the harm in asking the question? You'll get an honest answer. Mm.
0: I think there might be more to this than. It feels
1: like we're missing a bit from this. Like, does she say anything about? If she's not, with the guy, if she's, just, she's just nah, banging sleeping, him.
0: sleeping with two months. I reckon like another two months and then that might be like boyfriend but only two months. Mm. I think two months is too soon, babe. I reckon you're overthinking it, to be honest. Yeah. So if they're seeing each other every weekend, I'm assuming it's like after they've been out and stuff. It, I reckon he might just not live in the city or something.
1: I would just ask him. Just say, is there any, is there any reason why you don't feel comfortable with me coming over to yours?
0: Yeah, or usually you
1: know, it is like just because there's a weird dynamic, or, yeah, or but a, then part mm. of me is like, Oh, what if he's being shady? Okay, what but if the question
0: a- needs to be asked? Mm. Like, we're just jumping the gun,
1: yeah, okay. So, in a nutshell. Fucking ask him, <laughs>
0: and then get back to us so we can have another <laughs> listener question next week. We've, we've you've left us high and dry, <laughs> uh, but I think that uh, I don't think there's any more to tell. I know Jods and I love should to waffle, I, but I don't think we need to waffle. Should I on this confront one. him
1: about it? Absolutely.
0: But confronts a strong word, GB. Yeah, like, confront sounds aggressive. Talk. Just
1: hey, babe, mm. is there any reason why you don't feel comfortable mm. with me coming to yours? I just wanted to check in. Mm. Cool.
0: Cute. All right, let's go to our confession. After yes. our amazing orgy confession last week, now every Ooh. other story I'm like, huh. Pales yeah. in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So this one is a, um, a bit more wholesome, still not wholesome, but definitely, uh, yeah, for um a story for everyone, I think. Yes. Listener says, after a year of renting and living by my own rules, I, for many reasons, had to move back into my family home. One evening I was extremely horny and needed to get my nut. However, my sister, who I was staying with, had made it very clear there were to be no boys over. I even had a bloody bedtime curfew. This literal daddy, now I've asked listener and she said, yes, he does have two children. This literal (laughs) daddy was always one text away and as we lived in the same area. Mm. I was so desperate and we needed somewhere to go. I thought of the quickest idea possible, the garage. My mattress from moving was already in there, so I told him to meet me on the street in 20. I run downstairs, open the garage, and bring a candle. It was quick, easy, fast, but more importantly, silent, so no one above us in the family home would hear. We <laughs> fucked doggy on this makeshift bed in my family's garage and not making a sound. It was all so fast, this boy even left his do rag on. <laughs> Up, up and away I got him out of my garage and out the gate and the next morning over breakfast told my sister I'd slept like a baby.
1: Oh, cute. that's a cute little story. That fact like, is
0: very like almost like our toxic D, like it's like the whoo, it's, it's the forbidden, of, it's the forbidden we love.
1: It's that ga- garage D though. Love. Oh, anyway, guys,
0: I think that's us. Let's yes. finally wrap this up. Thank you for joining us. We'll be with you next Tuesday morning. Please follow us at Good Podcast on the gram. Subscribe wherever you get to your podcast and please leave us a written review. Yes. The keyword,
1: written Britain review. <laughs> Straight from the heart chuck an emoji in there if you like thanks so much guys we'll see you then love you lots bye